0: Robert Goldman had been a successful internet age inventor, having developed some of the critical technology underlying the way digital music is stored, searched, and purchased online. But when his sister developed cancer, he found himself turning his skills as an inventor into an uncharted area for him. Eventually, he developed a new type of catheter to deliver cancer medicines directly to where they're needed in the body. But despite his company's success Winning marketing clearance from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, his company Vascular Designs has had difficulty raising money. On October 17th, Vascular Designs launched an Indiegogo campaign to raise $500,000 through the crowdfunding site. We spoke to Goldman about his isoflow catheter, the funding environment for innovative medical device companies, and his decision to turn to crowdfunding. Robert, thanks for joining us. I'm glad to be here. We're going to talk about your company, Vascular Designs, its new isoflow catheter that enables direct delivery of chemotherapy to tumors, and your Indiegogo campaign to fund production of the catheter and get it out to doctors. I'd like to start with your own story, though. You're not from the world of medical devices or oncology, but actually digital music for people who are not familiar with you can, can you begin with your role in the world of digital music?
1: Oh absolutely. Uh, a long time ago, uh, in the last century, I filed a hat uh, for the digital download of music over a communications network. Uh, not seeing the internet but had the idea that people would want to get digital delivery uh, versus going you know to a retail outlet. Uh, the communications network uh, that evolved between the internet, and so my patents then covered all digital delivery of music content being downloaded over the internet.
0: How do you go from from that digital music world to to the world of oncology?
1: Well, it's an unfortunate story. Uh, my my younger sister, uh, Amy, developed uh, colorectal cancer. Uh, she was, when she was about 26 years old, and you know, being an engineer and being a, a tech guy, uh, I always had the feeling that technology can solve everything. So I used uh, basically a technology approach to build a catheter, uh, which delivers chemotherapy directly to tumors because that's uh, that was what I read uh, when I was looking. Out there, and I decided it was uh, my role uh, to to build it myself. So,
0: what exactly was the problem you were trying to solve?
1: Well, the issue uh, is with chemotherapy: is uh, the dose-response curve. As I learned, the amount of chemo required to kill a tumor, uh, in many cases, actually will kill the patient first. And so, what I was trying to do was to uh, prevent systemic exposure to the chemotherapy. when you're just trying to target one specific location. And that became kind of the genesis for vascular design in the catheter.
0: Well, as you engaged with this world, both on the research side and on the, the product side, did, was there a problem getting people to take you seriously?
1: Uh, there was. But I think uh, as I was speaking to some you know, very prominent oncologists and interventional radiologists at Stanford, I, I think people were quite intrigued uh, by the approach because it was novel. And, you know, because of my background, um, for digital downloads, that made, me, made the story a little bit more interesting. And so a number of doctors were very helpful um, in designing and helping with, with the device.
0: Isoflow is, has an FDA marketed clearance as a, a class two medical device. Is it being used today to treat patients?
1: Uh, no. So we treated. Uh, I think our last patient number was number 64. We treated a number of patients successfully, including our first patient was a woman who had a tumor on the top of her spine, and she was paralyzed. And we went in there with our with the catheter and actually reduced the size of the tumor, which enabled her to walk again. So we've had some pretty amazing uh, successes with the device. Unfortunately, we hit a pretty bad funding climate environment, and we ran on funds, so we had to stop treating patients. The purpose of the card funding campaign is to bring the catheter back to market so we can treat more patients and also create other iterations so we can treat different uh, areas. Well, how, how does the ISO flow work? Well, well there's two balloons, and so what, it's a dual balloon catheter, and with the catheter, there's a blood bypass, which lets... Uh, blood continues to flow through the device, and we place the theater of the tumor between the two wounds to create the chamber. And so when we infuse into that chamber, the only place that the chemotherapy or the embolus can go is directly into the tumor cell.
0: And, and what does this do? What does this make possible that wasn't possible before?
1: Well, what makes possible is actually directly the target delivery. So, for example, uh, if you just suck a, a microcatheter of the vessel. The embolic could spread anywhere and, and it usually does. With this treatment, we can absolutely just, just capture the vessel that's feeding the tumor and localize the delivery directly into the tumor.
0: Obviously, you're, you're not from this world as we mentioned. What was it like working with FDA and, and winning a clearance of the device? I, I take it it wasn't the, a, a one-shot deal for you.
1: Uh, no, it wasn't. Well, I, I brought together a lot of very uh, qualified people to help with this mission, but it took us uh, four tries to get through the FDA. Uh, the novel part was, uh, as I understand it's very rare for an individual to actually get a device approved by the FDA.
0: So you actually so went, as, you went to the FDA as, as an individual?
1: As an individual, yes. I was a, a company of one. Uh, but, people, you know, I would say I, with the FDA... They went through the process, but you know there, there was an indication they kind of they understood the value of the treatment. Uh, so we went back and forth just for the you know the issue of making sure it was a safe you know safe device, which it obviously is. And on the fourth time, uh, we got the clearance. And interestingly, uh, their notification went into my junk mail, so I actually didn't know for another week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> another project for you on on spam filters, I guess. Yeah, exactly. What, um, so is there, you mentioned this was used in 64 patients, I believe. What does the data show about that it actually provides better outcomes for, for people who use it?
1: Well, with the issue with medical devices, there are usually, you know, it's, it's not an issue of long-term studies. Uh, it's just more observational analysis. Uh, and firstly, we caused no harm from many patients, which, of course, is an important issue. Uh, and we did get complete tumor fill on a number of patients, and we have images uh, to show that.
0: And at this point, am I correct to understand you just haven't been out in the marketplace?
1: Well, uh, we've been off the market for a couple of years because of the lack of funding. You know, in the Bay Area, you know, there's a lot of VC money, but it, you know, most of it is is really geared towards technology. And medical device funding um, is a very small amount of the VC funding, and it is fairly difficult uh, to raise money in the traditional sense. And so that's why we uh, are pursuing the crowdfunding alternative.
0: Well, what about in terms of getting doctors to, to adopt the technology? Do you see that as a challenge going forward?
1: You no, know, we've had a number of doctors use the device, and we're very, very happy with it. And I continually receive calls from uh, physicians around the world looking to order the device.
0: Well, let's talk about the Indiegogo campaign. You're seeking to raise five hundred thousand. Is that correct? That's correct. And how's the funds going to be used?
1: Uh, that's going to be used to bring the device back onto the market for manufacturing. And there are a couple of iterations that we'd like to make it. Uh, we'd like to the device to make it a little more trackable, a little easier to use.
0: It's. Uh, it's an unusual route. Is, is that enough money to do what you're what you need to do to, to make this uh, a viable product in the market?
1: Uh, it is because to bring it back into manufacturing, there's very little engineering that needs to be done because you know because we've already done that work. It's already been on the market, so everything is completely in place. So it's just uh, you know the ordering of of the parts and the, the raw materials. We bring it back to manufacturing.
0: We're in a certainly in a different finance environment than than we were in in two thousand nine. Is a, have you had any new conversations with either angel investors or venture capitalists or even potential partners?
1: Well, we have had a number of conversations with potential partners. So when we had to pull off the market, we were pretty far down the road with a number of potential partners or buyers. Uh, so we just had a few more milestones that we had to hit. To, uh, to trigger, you know, I would say, you know, the, the interest. We weren't quite able to make it. Uh, the issue right now, is still in you know 2016, there are very, very few device PCS uh, out there. You know, it, it it it's not as difficult to do drugs. You know, get drugs approved because you know of, of the endpoint and the, and the data and in the financial return. But devices are still kind of the orphan child of, uh, of VC funding.
0: And what's the pitch to potential crowdfunders through Indiegogo?
1: The pitch is basically to pay it forward. Uh, everyone, you know, has been affected either directly or indirectly directly from uh, cancer. And you know, so what we're feel is is an honor or memory of a cancer survivor or. or passed away from it uh, just pays it forward to help others
0: and is is there anything uh, an investor gets in return other than the satisfaction of knowing they've helped cancer patients
1: uh well absolutely so what we're doing is for the holidays we are sending out cards on the person's behalf to say that they you know they're helping another person in honor or memory of, of another uh, so people are notified you know friends and relatives you know that they uh, we're out there, you know, helping and we also have a couple of interesting perks. One is that you actually can put a message on the barcode of the product. So that every time that the product is used, uh, you you're effectively in a spiritual sense are there with the patient. So that, that, that's a very, you know, interesting, interesting way, but it, it really, we're trying to create this feeling of closeness with the patient and we also are putting in the box a list of the people that have Contributed, uh, and that's going to be included with the instructions for use for the catheter. So it'll go into the IR suite with the device.
0: Ultimately, do you expect to, to find a partner to to make this on a longer term basis uh, a commercial product?
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you know, we were you know we were down the road, pretty far down the road with with doing that process. So the, I mean, the device itself, you know, is a commercial. Will be commercially available, so physicians will be able to use it. But we are absolutely looking for a much wider distribution of the device going forward.
0: And the Indiegogo campaign officially launches when and how long will it run?
1: Uh, it launches on um, Monday. Let me just get the for you. It's October 17th. October 17th. Thank you. And we'll go for 30 days.
0: Well, best of luck to you, Robert. Robert Goldman, CEO of Vascular Designs, the crowdfunding campaign launches October seventeenth on Indiegogo. Robert, thanks so much for your time today. My pleasure. Thanks for listening. The Bio Report is a production of the Levine Media Group. To automatically download this podcast each week, subscribe to our RSS feed or through iTunes or other podcast manager.